Welcome aboard, everybody. It's your Captain Johnny speaking, and I'd just like to thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. It is listeners like you that make this very possible, so I can't thank you enough for listening to this podcast and for all the new listeners. Welcome aboard, and for all the returning listeners, welcome back, and thank you so much for listening. It is listeners like you, as they say in the crazy TPBS special that it really is listeners and viewers like you that make this very possible and so i am so grateful for this one this opportunity to be able to do this and two just for you guys listening and receiving this and taking this to heart which is exactly why i do this this is not for my own self or glory or anything this is all for the listeners for you guys and i will always make sure that is that way and if it doesn't get that way please keep me humble and let me know and if you can't tell i'm so happy to be back recording and everything and i'm and it's been two months since i've recorded a podcast and i can't believe it's been that that long and i the summer just got away from me between work friends family and there's just some times where i just needed to relax in there as well and i didn't realize how much i really needed that so i i do thank you for being patient and again i am so grateful for everybody who does listen to this podcast it just really means a lot to me and i am going to be continuing on today with my journey of becoming a captain and this journey as you guys have known has been a interesting one so far i've had some key people in this journey that have made a difference in my life and this is the part that I'm at where I have to figure out what I am going to do next. And this is part five of my journey of becoming a captain. And for most people, I'll tell you that you can have a pretty normal journey to becoming a captain. But as I've experienced and as I've been in aviation, there has always been something that has happened in your journey of becoming a captain that has made your experience different. And, and I mean this in a good way. This journey of me becoming a captain, honestly, even that it took me longer than I expected was honestly a great one because it made me uh, appreciate everything. It made me understand that life isn't as easy as you expect and you want it to go a certain way. And yet it's not going to always go that way. And guess what? As a captain, you have multiple different times and scenarios where things are not going to go the way you expect in aviation. And guess what? You now have to figure out what to do, how to solve the situation. That's a big one there. And then 
through this whole entire experience, you have to make sure that you react the right way because people are looking at you. People are expecting you to hold this level of professionalism. And if you don't, that's when people lose confidence in you. And people make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. I've made mistakes in everything. And as you guys know, I share them with you guys so that you guys understand that and know that everybody is human. Yeah. <laughs> Let us settle in for a little bit. And I'm going to do a recap here of all the parts. And if you guys are now joining into this, I highly recommend you go back to the first one of my journey of becoming a captain. And then that one is highlighting Gene Ferguson, which that blog, I'm just going to tell you right now, is a long, detailed, incredible dedication to a man I, I hold near and dear to my heart. And it's not just because he got me into aviation, but he was just an incredible man to model. And I'm never saying that your parents are never any anyone to not model but to have role models outside of your parents I think is just absolutely amazing and I am blessed to have someone like Gene Ferguson in my life in my life for that period of time that he was in my life because it meant so much and the impact was incredible to me also I mean he did give me the controls to his Cessna aircraft at the age of 10 i was 10 years old when this happened and it changed my life i honestly don't think i would be a pilot if it wasn't for him because i would have not had the opportunity probably to do that and i know my mom now i mean she's she's gotten used to the fact of me being a pilot and everything and she knows i love it and she understands that it, I'm never going to change with this, but she probably would have gotten her or what you thought I really wanted to do. And that was become a IT tech person. And I am really good with technology. And so like I, she's not wrong that that would have been a good opportunity for me to do it. It's just that I don't like being stuck in an office and for the people who do it i give you big amount of kudos and can can do it but i love my window at forty five thousand feet above the earth and i would never replace it for anything in the world it is one of the best office places around and even with everything that entails the job and everything i would never ever replace that so the Podcast one of my journey of becoming a captain was a huge dedication to him and kind of how I got going into it, my, my life up to that point and everything. And then I go into my journey of becoming a captain part two, and that dedication is to my grandpa and how he influenced my life. Another person outside of my parents influencing my life to make me even to a better person than what my parents like. I mean, your parents give you all the tools and everything. And a lot of times you don't want to listen to them. Let's be real. 
that you don't want to always follow what your parents say and everything. And then your grandparents come in and say it. And then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that's got to be right. And it's so different how we have that mindset. But that's a whole other podcast you can talk about, of course. And he just showed me how to be a different person in a good way. He showed me how to live life, how to respect people, how to treat people with respect, how to be a great servant, as they say, while still being a leader. And that one is a great dedication. If you guys haven't listened to it, I highly re- again, all of these I highly recommend you to listen to, but I do recommend you to listen to those first two. And then the third one, I go into my journey and my talking of you know, becoming a captain in the training and how I realized where, what I was going to do, like how I was going to get there. And it really made a huge difference. And then part four goes into my college part journey. And that one was a different experience than I expected. And for to sum it up, I mean, I was homeschooled until eighth grade. I went through a private school for high school, college prep school, I should say, for high school. And then I went to a private Catholic Lasallian University, and it was different. It was something that I was not expecting, and it challenged me in different ways that I didn't expect, and it, it moved me into something that I didn't even realize that I was going to do. And there's moments where I struggled through some classes and there was classes I took that I didn't want to take because it was Catholic Lasallian University as part of the degree. And I get that you have to take these classes because it's a part of the curriculum, but it was hard. It was hard if it was outside of aviation. I'll just I'll just say that. And I think everybody has that feel in college and I went through a lot of different emotions I went through a lot of different experiences and it it challenged me in different ways and honestly I'm glad for that experience because it brings me through a lot of different moments and as we go through this podcast I'll talk and highlight about more of them but it, it is just so different that you have these moments for previous parts of your life to actually help you in later parts of your life. Again, if you have jobs and you've done something a few different times, your experience always comes in to lie with your job. Well, you don't realize that also comes into life. Life experience is a huge thing as well, and it makes a huge difference as you learn and grow through this. Like As I always say, this crazy thing called life. So those are the summaries of the podcast. So to catch you all up on that, on what happened there. And we, I am now at this moment in this, as I start part five of becoming a captain, I'm now in this moment where I have to figure out what I need to do because I spent $50,000 of money and I haven't got my private pilot and I got a, just about two years of college under my belt. And that's about it. 
And I had to figure out, I'm like, is this something that I really want to do? Do I really want to become a pilot? Because this is costing me a lot of money. I'm having to dedicate a lot of time, which that's not a big deal if it's, this is something I really want to do. But do I want to make that happen? And this is something that I feel like nowadays that we really need to help others understand that, that it's okay if you go through college and realize halfway through you didn't like doing it. You don't end up with a college degree in a non-related field. A college degree is always important and I feel like for some people it's needed and for other people right now like there's nothing wrong with going into the trades. There's nothing wrong with getting a job and doing hands-on training in anything as long as you love what you do. And that is something that I have learned and this is why I'm at this moment right now is that I have to figure out if this is something I want to do for the rest of my life. Now, think about this, okay? This is about 20 years ago when this is all happening, about 20 years ago. And I have to figure out, I'm like, wow, I don't know if this is what I want to do. So what did I do at this point? I went back to a job that I had during high school and a little bit during college doing data entry for a finance company in the area. And while I was doing this, I was trying to figure out, is this what I really, really want to do? Is this really going to happen? Am I going to go back to school? Am I going to end up at this office job for the rest of my life? Am I going to go to you know different school, become you know, a IT person, what, what do I want to do? And it took me a little, little while. And while this was all happening though, this is where some of the moments, the pivotal moments that really made key to me. And I didn't think about it until I started doing some of these podcasts and what people made me think about, like what I love about aviation and everything is that I decided that because it was leading into the anniversary, the 100th anniversary of the Wright brothers in 2004, that I was going to get cable and I wanted to see all the specials that they had for the Wright brothers. Well, it didn't stop. You know, like this didn't stop when once I saw everything on the specials that they did leading into the Wright Brothers celebration of the 100 years of flight and everything. I was just like, this ain't stopping. And I ended up getting a different job because basically they phased out my job at the finance company due to computers actually taking over where they didn't need people to fax in the applications for financing a car is what I did and they just had the finance manager put all the information to the computer and then it sent it straight into what they call credit buyers or the computer could automatically approve the application based on credit and if it needed more discretion or something wasn't right on that it would just go to a buyer and then they would go through the application they would approve it People fill out the application, 
the you know, credit application for financing the car. And then they faxed it. Well, that's what I did. I took that information from that sheet and I literally input it into the computer. Well, when you have the finance guy do that, do you need that person anymore? No. So they were ramping us down the operation, basically. And since I was a temp at the time, they found other work for me to do, but it wasn't in data entry. And they knew I was leaving and they didn't want to let me go because they valued me as an employee. And I had a great manager at the time and he was always behind me on everything and that's why he's like no he's like we'll find out we'll find someone else who needs help you know we're not going to let you go you need the money to get to school and he's like i know what you want to do he's like i i get it and he's like we're gonna we're gonna help you and support you well the other thing that was going on during this time is that there was a big housing boom and why i say this is because i was also trying to get financing for me going back to school because I knew that after a few months, I'm like, this, this is what I want to do. I'm like, this, this isn't going to stop. I'm like, I, I need to do this. Well, well, during this process, I, start looking into financing to make, see if I can make this possible. I also start looking into flight schools as well. And then I try to pair all this together. And of course, I originally was going to try to go out to these flight schools and I was working through this to make this happen in 04. Well, the financing wasn't working out. There was issues with that, and honestly, it just didn't feel right. I had a lot of things going on. Excuse me. I had a lot of things going on in 04 as well, and I was like, okay, this is just not – things are just not gelling the way I expect, and yeah, you can make things work, but the two key things that – partially kept me around is that and I knew that I was going to have to I, I knew that I was going to be involved with them and I wanted to be involved with them and I knew how intense the training is in aviation is that I had two of my brother's weddings in 04 and I don't ever regret delaying the training and part of it was due to financing but I didn't push as much about the financing during then because I knew it just wasn't going to happen on 04. So I was like, all right, this isn't going to happen. Let's just push it off to the next year and we will secure financing. I will make this happen and I am going type type approach. Well, as 04 goes through, passes through and I go to all the functions, family, friends, everything that I had to do that year. I was able to secure financing too, thanks to the help of my parents. And let me just say, I am very headstrong and I like to do things myself and I don't like to ask for help. And it was probably one of the hardest things 
that I had to do. The other hard thing was after I had an injury and I had to ask for help and money too, because I hated that as well. And we'll get into that in a later podcast. But it was one of the times where I just didn't want to ask my parents. And what's crazy about it is they were just sitting there waiting for me to ask. They wanted to help, but they didn't want to just say it because they knew that this is something I have to figure out on on my own. And they graciously and willingly helped me sign the loan so that I could go out to Arizona and finish out my flight training out there. And part of the reason why I went out to Arizona is because the weather is just so much better out there. And yes, they do get rain. And a, part, a lot of it is during monsoon season. And then they do have other times where it just rains as well. Part of the thing where you don't always see it is because it kind of soaks into the ground. Because it is very, very dry out there. And I could go into a whole podcast about everything that happens in Arizona. Because it's a very interesting type of environment based on the mountains that are out there and i i mean i absolutely loved it but that's a whole different note but but yeah so i was able to secure this financing with the help of my parents like i said even though it was the hardest thing that one of the hardest things that i had to do and asking for help but i did it and part of the reason why i did it is because i absolutely love aviation i mean I, I even more now than i did back then but i just had this dream i had this drive i wanted to achieve this i wanted to make this happen because i knew i could do it this is an area where i just couldn't believe that i was gonna do this and as I went through the end of, like I said, 04, and we're coming up to the beginning of 05, I start prepping and getting ready for this. And I had a job during the time in construction, and it was a great job. And my review came up for the year and everything, and they offered me a $3 raise, which was significant at the time. And then they also said, if there's anything you want to do within the company, we will train you and help you get there and achieve there, achieve that goal. And I was sitting here, I'm like, this is incredible. And give you an idea, this is 03. The heavy machinery, the heavy machinery, heavy machine operators at the time we're making an average of 70 grand a year with union benefits and which means great health care and they were well taken care of i had the opportunity to go play with a lot of those big construction toys you see on site and figure out if that's what i wanted to do and what do i do i turn it down to go back into aviation why because of the drive and passion, and if I haven't displayed it enough, which I know you guys are getting the point by now, I absolutely loved it. You know, I, I, you just, no matter what you do, like there's still always that thrill every single time 
you take off every single time you land. And I now have the opportunity of sitting in the left seat operating the flight. And it is so, even with all the craziness, it is honestly so much fun to be able to steer the airplane on the ground, line it up on a runway, blast off, take off, fly to a different destination a few hours later and be there and then land the airplane, taxi in, you know, steer the airplane back into the private side of the airport, the general aviation side. And you did it all. Grand effect, there's a lot of work that in prep work that happens before you do that flight and everything. And I still even love that. And it is something where if I was to tell myself 20 years ago that I would continue to be loving this as much or if not more than I did 20 years ago, like I'm I don't even know if I would be able to tell myself that, you know, like there's always something you always want to tell your younger person or your younger you. And I had such a big drive back then and it's only continued to grow. My love for aviation has only continued to grow as I have learned about everything. And I always try to make sure that I take out all the negativity of everything because everything can always have a negative aspect or there can be something wrong, you know, like management or something. Yet you let all that stuff go. Because there's that freeing effect. There's that time and period where you absolutely just let go, as they say. And you just enjoy the moment. And for me, that is lining up on the runway. And that is blasting off. Going from zero miles per hour to 130 to 150, depending on the aircraft. And some have almost can be, if they're heavier, a even higher liftoff speed. And yet, you, you lift off. You have that freeing moment. So that you can enjoy it. And for people who don't know. Is that there are so many avenues of who you have to talk to along the way. And I will do a special podcast about that. But you still have that moment where you just lift the airplane off the ground. And you're flying. And it's so enjoyable and something that I cannot ever explain more. And I hope you're getting the understanding and the passion. Well, this is what made me want to go back into aviation. This is what gave me the drive. And now, like I said, 
going into 05, I am going to take myself and kind of give you an idea. In 05, I was 22 years old. And I'm going to drive across the country to Arizona. I'm going to be away from my family and friends. I did have two aunts out in Arizona, which I'll get into that in a little bit, which honestly was very nice because I had the opportunity to spend time with them while I was there. But I'm about to go on this big journey. And everybody who does this for college understands what I'm about to do. And it is something that I couldn't believe. And here I am about to do it. I am grateful that I have this opportunity. I am blessed to have this opportunity. And yet here it comes. This all starts to set in. And I couldn't believe it. Because I sat there and I'm like, I'm like, I am about to change my life. And this is it. I am either going to make it or I'm going to break it here. I have no other opportunities to borrow any more money. I'm like, this is the opportunity that I have. And here I come. The thing that made it worth it is what I know now. But I didn't know that at this time. I'm just a 22-year-old kid who's going to drive across the country. And I'm going to try to make my dreams come true. So have that set in a little bit. So I have to start school in February of 2005. And so I turned in my two weeks to my company. And it was only a couple days after I did my review. And I had a great relationship with my dispatcher. And it's kind of funny because his name was Tim. And I have a best friend named Tim now. And... I talk to him and I say, hey, you got a second? He's like, yeah, sure. What's going on? I'm like, I appreciate everything that you guys have done here. I love the family environment. I am so grateful for the opportunities that I've had here. And I've really learned and grown from a lot of different areas. 
And yet I hate to tell you this. And he's like, you're putting in your two weeks notice, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you going back to flying? I'm like, yeah. Well, I got a loan. And I got accepted at a school out in Arizona. And I'm going. And he couldn't have been any more excited for me. And he was happy. He was sad. He was losing me. But he was like, you know what? I'm really excited for you. I'm happy for you. Because you're going to live your dream. You're making things happen. Making things possible. And I'm saying this a lot in this podcast because I really want you guys to understand this is when you do something you absolutely love, you never work a day in your life. Let that thing sink in for a little bit. Here I'm going to work my butt off to go make my re- my dream a reality, as I say a lot. So think about that. I turn in my notice. I start lining things up through this back all whole entire time. I know that I have to get an apartment, but I realized I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm just going to get out there to Arizona. And I actually went out there a week earlier than when my training started so that I can find myself an apartment so I can make everything happen. And this is where, I fully start to realize how much my family really truly did care and support me. I remember my niece and nephew and I remember them just drawing stuff. (sighs) And those moments hit me and They were proud of me, happy for me, and that is when I knew no matter what I did, I was always going to have the support of my family. And I don't know if they fully realize how much of an impact they've made in my life and I try to do my best to make impact in their life but it was one of the harder things to drive away from but at the same time I knew that they were excited for me and they are happy for me to Go live out my dream. Yeah. Let that set in right there. And it's about a two-day drive to Arizona. And this time I had a Nextel. And for people who don't know what a Nextel is, is it was a cell phone with walkie talkie capabilities in it. 
And unfortunately, they didn't have cell service in Nebraska. And I was driving through Nebraska, so I also had a backup prepaid phone as well, just in case. And it was just a temporary phone that you buy at the store. You know, I think it was like $79. Yeah, you know, it included one one month of service and the phone. It was a cheap prepaid phone. And a lot of the movies call it burners, if, if you wanted to know what exactly it is. And I know a lot of people know about prepaid phones. And I start my journey. I start this drive. And like I said, it is a two-day drive. And of course, because I was young at this time, it was a lot different doing that drive because I was very energetic to make sure that I hit certain points in this drive at certain times and made sure that I... You know, I just kept driving until I was tired type thing. And it's funny how you now, you know, think about it as you get older. You're like, yeah, I don't want to do this. And to give you an idea, it is a 26-hour drive, about 1,700 miles to Arizona. And there's a couple different ways you can go. I went through Denver and down to Phoenix because I wanted to see the, the Rockies. But you can just go down through St. Louis, through Missouri, Oklahoma, through the panhandle of Texas, through New Mexico, and over. You can do it that way, too. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to take a little bit of time out of this journey and I'm going through Denver. And it added about about an hour to the whole trip. So I was like, it's totally worth it. So again, doing this drive, making sure that as much as I can, you know, start this journey off right. I got my CDs going. And these are the moments where you sit there like, oh, nope, that's not the right music for leaving. Nope, that's not the right music for leaving. Nope, this isn't right. This isn't right. And you keep looking for that perfect song to start off your journey right. And I found it. And then... I sat there and just listened to the music and get the drive going and I didn't even think about it now but it is just absolutely amazing that I'm a young kid starting off a journey to make my dream a reality it just is absolutely crazy <laughs> and if I was a parent, having my kid do this was just crazy as well. Now, granted, in fact, my mom did have me check in. She did have both cell phone numbers just in case. And I called her and checked in before she went to bed that night. And then I finally pushed through and I decided I was going to stop on the south side of Denver. And just to kind of give you an idea, guys, too. 
This was in the time when you printed out maps to get you where you needed to go. No GPS, no nothing to get me to Arizona. And we were happy to have maps that we could print out. And I did. I did have them printed out. Like I said, I stopped about a little after 12, uh, just out, just around Colorado Springs on the south side of Denver. And I slept for about seven hours. I woke up and I was like, you know what? And I should say this, I stopped at a hotel. That is something that my mom made me do. She required me to stop at a hotel. She's like, no, you're stopping at a hotel. I don't want you sleeping on the side of the road at this rest stop. She's like, I will pay for that hotel if I have to. And I was like, no, I can pay for the hotel. I do have money. And granted, in fact, it was a cheaper hotel than I stay at now. And I actually look at the hotels now and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't stay there. But I did because that's what you could afford. And it was clean. It was decent and everything. And I showered, you know, and I was able to get a free breakfast at least and get myself back on the road again. And it was about eight o'clock Colorado time that I was back on the road and driving, driving through. And I ended up driving and arriving at my aunt's house in Arizona around 8.30 that next day. So I left Chicago at 12.30. And yes, there's time changes in there. But I arrived the next day at 8.30 Arizona time. My aunt was amazed. I remember that when I arrived. And I sat there. I was like, you know, that is kind of impressive. But... I wanted to make this goal a reality, the dream, a reality. I was focused on something and I was ready to get this going. I was ready to get that apartment. I was ready to get some furniture. I was ready to get everything I needed to make things happen so that I could train and so that I could continue on this dream this journey of becoming a captain and now you guys are sitting here like okay he's gonna end it right now isn't he and <laughs> I am mostly because of the simple fact that you you guys know that I like to make sure that my podcasts aren't super super long but I can keep going on and on as you guys know about this, but you guys know the passion and drive that I have for everything that I have in my life here. And I have now gotten myself into a point where I am set up and ready. I am ready for base camp, as they call it. I'm ready to get that next phase of my life going. And here it is. I'm in Arizona. I'm ready to start training and I'm going to partly again end this here because there's a lot of things that happened in my training that helped me and shape me and mold me and help me grow and understand what I need to do to make sure that everything happens for later on in my life, which I didn't realize how much of an impact it made 
Yeah, I, I, I know it's all of this is it always gets to be mind blowing for me and it it is so much that I will always do my best to explain everything to you guys as much as I can but I'm going to end this here and, and tell you guys that if, if there's something in your life if there's something that you have always wanted to do don't let anything get in the way a 22 year old almost 23 drove 1700 miles across the United States to start slash restart his dream process training to achieve his dream to make that dream as I like I've said a reality I don't care how old you are there is always a will and a way to make anything you want possible in your life and I'm going to step back and go to the podcast with my grandpa of my journey becoming a captain part two where my grandpa wanted to make sure that he saw all 50 states before he passed away and he did after he finished his dream he was willing to let go he knew that the cancer was going to take over at that point but he was not going to go down without a fight he was not going to go down without achieving his goal and this is what is helping drive me through a lot of these points is why I say this and so I want you to know that it doesn't matter I mean my grandpa was fighting cancer and yet he still made his his goal a reality his dream a reality so don't ever let anything get in your way of making your goal your dream a reality and making yourself I thank you so much for listening to Captain Johnny's podcast, and I hope you really enjoy this. I know this is a lot. This podcast was a lot, but I really wanted to go into some huge depths on what happened here in this transition period so that you guys would understand what's going to happen next because there's so much more that I got to share. And I hope you guys tune in again. Hope you guys are really enjoying this. And I thank you for listening. With that, I end, as I always do, live life like you've never lived it before. Because you never know what tomorrow may bring.